I am uh, finishing this uh, three point uh, series on um, the topic, actually we said art box, but uh, the whole idea is about uh, a message that was supposed to get to you that for some reason got stuck in your art box, for lack of another word. And um, the idea is to be able to go back to that message and send it again so that it will reach its uh, destination. Pastor Matt spoke a couple of weeks ago about uh, who will go. Last week, uh, Kate uh, shared about uh, what do you carry. And uh, today I am uh, ending this series uh, by talking about this uh, idea of uh, who do you represent. And I think the idea behind this is that uh, there is a message, and the message is the, uh, the, the gospel, is the Bible. And the message that was sent, to use a modern terminology, that uh, message sent using the metaphor of an email got stuck in an art box. So the idea is to go back to it, uncover it, and send it again. So what I will do here this morning is to be able to bring to you what is written and try and make it appealing to you so that you will not only read it, but grasp it and run with it. So in doing this, we want to read a couple of scriptures that actually the Apostle Paul made mention uh, in uh, 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 two of his letters, uh, and from that, we will uh, capture uh, a couple of points that I will develop with you later. So Ephesians chapter 6, uh, verse uh, 20, 19 to 20. And this was uh, a letter Paul sent to the church of, uh, in Ephesus, and he was asking them to pray for him. And uh, uh, it is a very humbling thing for a man of God to assume vulnerability and to position himself. Because generally, people expect the pastor to pray for other people. But in this case, Paul is asking the church in Ephesus uh, to pray for him. And what was uh, the uh, point that he wanted them to pray about? He said, pray for me too. Ask God to give me the right words so I can boldly explain God's mysterious plan that the good news is for Jews and Gentiles alike. Verse 20, I am in chain now, still preaching this message as God's ambassador. So pray that I will keep on speaking boldly for him as I should. That is very encouraging to see that Paul was very fearful to go and speak. And uh, if you have spoken before, you know it is not an easy task to capture people, sir, 30 minutes or so, and you better deliver. Amen? So the second reading is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16 
to 21. So we have stopped evaluating others from a human point of view. At one time, we thought of Christ merely from a human point of view. How differently we know him now. This means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old life is gone. A new life has begun. And all of this is a gift from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has given us this task of reconciling people to him. For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. We speak for Christ when we plead, come back to God. For God made Christ, who never sinned, to be the offering for our sin, so that we could be made right with God through Christ. Amen? So in dealing with that, I'm sure two, uh, 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 a word uh, um, was repeated in these two uh, readings uh, is the word ambassador. And what I will be sharing with you goes around that uh, 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 position in uh, life. And the amazing and the interesting thing, which uh, I love very much, is that Paul said, uh, look, I am an ambassador of Christ. And uh, it is uh, something that is very, uh, a position or a title that is very highly re uh, received in society. But actually, this is uh, a title that is given to every believer. If you are born of God, if you have uh, uh, the grace of receiving the Spirit of God in you, you are God's representative here on earth. So as God's representative, the first thing that we want to understand is that we do not represent uh, ourselves, but we represent uh, the kingdom. Actually, we represent the king of that kingdom. Amen? And what I really want us to take on board in this is that uh, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you are doing in life, uh, the Bible makes it very clear that as you have Christ in you, the Bible says the hope of glory. So no matter how little you feel you are, no matter how high you feel you are, when Christ lives inside you, he has appointed you and has mandated you to represent him. Amen? And Romans chapter 14 verse 17 uh, uh, writes this uh, about this representation. For the, uh, it says uh, uh, we, we, are um, we are to represent him, but we are to represent his kingdom. So one will question, uh, what is the kingdom? What is it? Is it like a cosmic or a, like a imagery uh, 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 country somewhere that we have no idea of? No. This is what the Bible says about the kingdom of God. For the kingdom of God is not a matter of what we eat or drink, but of living uh, um, a life of goodness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. The King James says uh, it is uh, the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. So, as God's representative, 
as God's ambassador, what you are supposed to carry, which defines you, is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Spirit. Amen? So if these things are lacking in us, that means we haven't allowed the fullness of that king to fill us. And we need to make room, no matter what you go through in life, if you are born of the Spirit of God, the enemy should not be able to steal peace from you. The enemy should not be able to take joy away from you. And remember, there is a difference between joy and happiness. A lot of us, we are, we are appealed or we are, we, we, we are drawn to happiness and we confound the terminologies. Joy is much deeper than happiness. Somebody said happiness depends on happenings. But joy is a fruit. It is deeper. Time will not allow me to go further than that. But in 2 Corinthians, if you are seated here and you are struggling with righteousness, if you feel unworthy to represent him, I want you to understand it is not of your doing. It is a gift from God. You don't have to struggle to have it. Actually, you need to connect. You need to yield. You need to surrender and allow what he has done to come and dwell in you. So 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17 says, uh, For if we are in Christ, we are what? New creatures. Amen. The NLT says, uh, 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 this means that anyone who belongs to Christ has become a new person. The old thing, uh, life is gone, a new life has begun. Let me tell you, this is uh, as true as uh, you see yourself. But the problem is that uh, we have failed to allow this to be our reality. But I really want to challenge you this uh, morning. That if there is peace lacking in your life, if there is joy lacking in your life, uh, allow the fullness of Christ to be in you. Some of us, we have him in us, but actually we have allowed him to be asleep in a corner in our lives. Wake him up and let him fill you totally. So as God's ambassadors, we are expected to do what? To think, to talk, and to act as we are told. And the instructions we get from the kingdom is the Bible. Amen? And I really want to say that it is a wonderful privilege to represent the creator of the whole universe wherever I am. But not only that it is a privilege, let me tell you it is a big responsibility. Amen? And scripture makes it very clear. First John chapter 4 verse 17 says, as he is, so are we here in this world. Amen? And John 14 verse 12 also makes mention of the fact that uh, 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 Jesus said, The things you see me do, the same will you do also. And greater works than this. But to be frank, if I was to ask you, do you live the life of Christ on a daily basis? I have to admit, I don't. But my prayer and my expectation is that through this uh, 
uh, uh, uh, service, through this uh, sermon, through this uh, preaching, that there will be an impartation of your true identity in Christ. Because some of us, even though we are born of the Spirit of God, we are not living the life of God. And this is because of lack of knowledge. The Bible says in the book of Hosea chapter 4 verse 6, that my people, that those who are born again, they die or they perish because of lack of knowledge. So you and I, we are carriers of God's presence. We are not just representing him, but the great news is that we carry him in us. That's a mystery. Because some of us, we look at ourselves from one or two aspects of our entire being. Because according to the book of 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, we are tripartite. We are a, a, a spirit being having a soul living into a body. But we have allowed two-thirds of our, our identity to impose whatever they go through to the rest. But we should do it the other way around. We should allow the law of the Spirit, the integrity of the Spirit, to lord it over the soul and the body. So as God's ambassadors, we are carriers of his presence. We are to represent him everywhere he sends us. And we have a message. What is that message? I want to say that as... Uh, uh, human uh, 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 beings, uh, or as uh, in, the, in the natural world, uh, we have uh, 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 examples of uh, ambassadors and what they do and so on and so forth. So uh, uh, through this uh, uh, preparation, I went and I saw a, 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 a couple of ambassadors, and I somehow bumped into the, uh, the ambassador of uh, uh, the UK representing us in Italy. She's called uh, uh, Jill Morris. Do you know what? She is there being posted in that country or in Rome representing the government. And she has a message. She talks to the Italian politicians and business leaders to increase trade and the profile of this country. She talks to Italian media to ensure our message or the message of the government is gets across correctly. She doesn't speak whatever she thinks. Are you with me? That is so much like, uh, like some of us, isn't it? We just say what we think, what we want. Whether she feels it is good or not, she has to refer to the government first and get the message she's to deliver. Just like you and I, we've been given a message by our king. Representing his government, representing his kingdom, he has given us a message. And that message is clearly found in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 18 to 20. And all of this is a gift from God. So I am not like, oh, a great ambassador from town. Now I'm going to behave myself as if I am the last person in town. No. This is a gift. You've done absolutely nothing to merit it. Amen? And this is a gift of, uh, from God who brought us back to himself through Christ. And God has uh, given us this task of reconciling people to him. 
For God was in Christ reconciling the world to himself, no longer counting people's sins against them. And he gave us this wonderful message of reconciliation. So we are Christ's ambassadors. God is making his appeal through us. and We speak for Christ when we plead and the message is to this following world, come back to God. Be reconciled with God. Without God, you are going to destruction. Without God, there is no hope. Come back to him. And talking about the role of the ambassador, just as an ambassador, uh, uh, the British uh, uh, or any ambassador plants uh, the culture of his kingdom, of his country in another country, you and I, we are to bring heaven's culture everywhere we go. But to be frank, are we doing this? We are to represent the kingdom of heaven. We are to take the presence of uh, heaven or the values of heaven wherever we go. So it is not when in Rome, do as the Romans. Amen? That is not what we are supposed to do. Even taking the example of uh, the British ambassador to Italy, when she has a reception in Rome, do you know what? I, I presume all the staff, they lo- know a little bit of uh, Italian. But you know what? They are not expected to speak Italian in the embassy. If they have a reception, for example, do you know that they will not be um, sharing pizzas and pastas? No, seriously. They are supposed to. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, how do you use that word? Uh, to celebrate British culture. So maybe what I, <laughs> I, I, I expect, among other things, it may be roast beef <laughs> and uh, Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> Amen. Amen. If they serve uh, pizza, then uh, they are in a bad place. And the language that is spoken there is not Italian, but English. But you know what? That is not what we are doing in this world. Christians representing Christ, we are being pushed to the edge. We are being accused. We are being called all kinds of names. And we attempted to compromise. We don't need to apologize. We don't need to to talk and act as the world. The Bible says in the book of Romans chapter 12 verse 2, Do not conform yourself to this world, but be what? Transformed by the renewing of your mind. If you are of the kingdom of God, speak the language of the kingdom. Boldly declare. Show your identity. Not with fear with confidence. Don't be afraid to be different. And today the culture is totally contrary to the kingdom's culture, isn't it? Talks about clothing, how people dress up. Do you know that many of us, we try and uh, uh, emulate, imitate, 
In the name of oh, let us bring them in. Before you, uh, you make yourself uh, to attract them, they will take you out. Amen? So you don't need to be dressed in a very provocative way. You need to be sober. You need to honor God in, your, in the way you dress up. Amen? Sexual habits, all kinds, everything is uh, permissible today. People go sleeping around, doing all kinds of things. People even not yet married. And young people in this church understand. Keep yourself holy. Not only young people, actually adults as well. No sex before marriage. That is the kingdom's instructions. Amen. You don't have to be sleeping around with anybody, anyone, same sex. No. No. I know this can be very uh, uh, problematic, but we need to stick to Scripture. And I know some people are going through their season of challenge, and we need to be understanding, supportive, but not to compromise. We don't have to change the message. It is clear enough. You see so many people changing the whole thing. And they say, oh, you do this until, I mean, let me stop it there, okay? People can go, go about drinking, using all kinds of uh, bad languages. Let me tell you, you are not... I mean, we used to uh, do that uh, in our home. Sometimes uh, the, uh, uh, our children, they want to express something. Uh, oh, this is sick. And what they mean by this is sick, it is, means it is great. I say, why don't you say it is great? <laughs> I mean, I can't even remember some of the ter terminologies. But I say, but why do you have to... No, no, that is how it goes. I said, but please don't just repeat it. Change the culture. Influence it. You don't have to adapt. You need to bring a, 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 a transformation. Amen? Amen. I know. We need to carry the kingdom of God wherever we go. And we don't need to apologize. But I have to say, don't overdo it either. Amen? Be normal. <laughs> Amen? Somebody said, no, you are confusing me. No, <laughs> no I'm not. Allow the Holy Spirit to tell you. Amen? Amen? But don't be afraid of being different. I hear some church, charismatic churches, so to say, oh, no, for the sake of uh, 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 visitors, uh, we need to do this and that. We need to be unchurch uh, 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 friendly. And we are doing so much so that we are even casting the Holy Spirit away from our gatherings. Let me tell you, let us go back to basics. Some of us, those weird things that we are so afraid, it will shock people. These are the very things that caught us. I'm not getting a lot of amens. Yes. 
So represent the, the, the kingdom of God in your words, but also in deeds. You need to reflect that reality. And you need to bring it with you with authority. That is what I am to cover in this uh, last point. What, with what authority are you to bring that uh, message? And that is the whole point of this idea of uh, bringing any kind of uh, message, allowing anything to go uh, along in the church. No. John chapter 20, verse 21, it says, uh, and again he said, Peace be with you, as the Father has sent me, so I am sending you also. So we are going out uh, in the same capacity as Christ went. Amen? In 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 16, we uh, made a little bit mention of that. Uh, it says uh, from verse 16 to 18, so we have uh, stopped uh, evaluating our, uh, others from a human point, uh, point of view. At one time, we thought uh, of Christ merely from a human point of view, how differently we know him now. Whoever is in Christ is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. We have a message, but that message is not to be just delivered. You see, you can go to seminars, you can go to universities, you can have amazing and powerful PowerPoint presentation, but there is no spirit in it. Our message carries a weight, carries an anointing. So if you water it down, it will be just information. Hallelujah. We are to carry the presence of God with the power of God. The Bible says you are the righteousness of God. In your workplace, in the market, in, the, in your schools, at university, at home, wherever you find yourself, you have to develop that consciousness, I am a carrier of God's presence. I am not on my own. You are not just representing him, but you have him in you. The spirit of God, the life of Christ, the breath of God. It is a reality, but until you develop that consciousness, until you yield to that reality, let me tell you, you will not live it out. I'm not saying you are not saved, but you will not experience the blessing that goes with it. The Bible makes it very clear. 1 John chapter 4, verse 4. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13 says, uh, 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 what? Uh, I can do what? All things through Christ who strengthens me. In your ordinary day life, out and about, let me tell you, you are a carrier of God's presence. You are a carrier of God's kingdom. That is what God understood. He said in the book of Galatians chapter 2 verse 20 that I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live. But not I. It is Christ who lives in me. And the life I now live, I live it in the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Brethren, let us wake up. Let us allow the Spirit of God to take over. We talk about faith. But let me tell you, if your fake lacks proofs, then it is fake. We need to demonstrate 
the authenticity of our gospel. And the Bible says our gospel should not be made with only words. 1 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 20, it says, uh, uh, um, what is it? For the kingdom of God is not just of uh, just a lot of talk. It is what? Living by God's power. And you know what? You don't have to struggle to make that power available. My message to you is that you are a carrier of that power in the first place. And you know, a lot of us, we look at ourselves, we look at our conditions and we say, no, no, I'm so unworthy. Paul was writing these letters from a prison. So you can't be in a weaker place than in a prison. But yet, he said, even here in the prison, I am an ambassador. You can lock me up in a, a cage or whatever, but you can lock my spirit up. You can't stop me from expressing what I have inside me. You can't stop me from uh, displaying the glory that is in me. So the Bible says we have this treasure in earthly vessels. We have him in our weaknesses so that the excellency of that power will not be given to us, but will be given to the one who is the author. Some of us, we are not exercising it. Why? Because uh, we say we don't feel it. Let me tell you, feelings are very deceptive. Just believe it and act upon it. Oh, I've seen so many miracles by the grace of God. I've seen a dead person come back to life. I've seen bl a blind see. As, uh, last week, I was in Africa. Somebody who couldn't hear at all for years uh, had their ear open at a prayer, just in a second. But do you know what? This is not my doing. It is faith in the one who has sent me. And do you know what? It is not given only to the pastors. Every one of us. You are a carrier of God's presence. Let me tell you, we are not all called to be pastors. Thank God so that you can listen to us. Man. <laughs> but you are all, we are all called to be God's servants. We can represent him everywhere, in your school, in your office, wherever God sends you, wherever you find yourself, I want you to understand that you carry God there. The message is a message of hope to this lost world. The message is a message of a reconciliation that without God, you are going to eternal damnation. Repent and give your life back to God. So who do you represent? I represent Jesus Christ of Nazareth. What message do you carry? I carry the message of reconciliation to, uh, uh, the, to, uh, from the, this world to God with what authority? And let me finish by saying this. The word authority or power in English uh, is uh, 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 um, uh, presented from the Greek uh, roots uh, in two words. There is dunamis. And there is exousia. And it is from the word dynamis that comes uh, the word uh, dynamite. So when the Bible says that our preaching and our gospel is not made with uh, uh, just words, but it is in power, that means it carries uh, 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 a dynamis. 
It carries authority. And the azusia means authority. Just like uh, you may not uh, feel impressed by the figure of uh, a policewoman standing uh, by the, uh, 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 I mean, uh, on the road uh, directing traffic, but as long as she is uh, wearing what she wears uh, in uniform and she has a whistle, when she blows that whistle, you better stop. <laughs> Why? Because she has authority. And I want you to understand. In the realm of the spirit, not only you have the dunamis, you have also authority to command things and they will happen. And I want to say this, early this morning I woke up and the Lord brought or put up on my heart that this service is not just about you getting some head knowledge about some instructions about out box. He said this is a time of impartation. This is a time of regeneration. So many of us we are seated on amazing testimonies because we dare not act upon the instructions of the Lord. Somebody a, a, a biblical uh, 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 um, uh, 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 person or a, a, a very um, well-known preacher made a statement. I'm not sure how he calculated that, but he said 25% of the Bible is uh, about principles and 75 is about uh, instructions. But what is good about either uh, 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 principles or instructions, until you do them, you will not have the results. So having knowledge without application won't give you anything. And may I say that that sickness is not too hard for God to heal. That issue is not too difficult for God to deal with it. Somebody will say, but pastor, I have prayed about it. But how did you pray? The most important is not to pray, but how do you? Is it in faith or in fear? Is it in faith or in doubt? The Bible says, if you are fearful, perfect love casts out fear. If you are doubtful, do not think that you receive anything good from the Lord. You are a diplomat. You are an ambassador. And what I have come to understand about ambassadors is that uh, 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 the wealth of the, uh, and the military power behind uh, the country that uh, the person, the ambassador represents, determines the wealth of that ambassador wherever he goes. So in this country, the ambassador of the United States of America doesn't have the same uh, rule of protocol with the ambassador of, uh, I will not insult any country, so whatever you think. Because you never know, somebody will be listening and be offended. But you know what? We represent a bigger, a greater, a mightier kingdom. We represent the kingdom of God. With authority and power. I want to end. I want you to understand. That as God's representatives, you are supposed not only to represent and say his message, but to do it with power. You are to make a difference in society. And you don't have to apologize for that. Amen? In a moment, we are going to pray.
And we are going to ask for the release of that impartation power. Because some of us, we have allowed it to be dormant in us. It is high time for us to make it uh, to be alive. Amen? But before that, I feel the need to say to somebody, we will all be praying in a, a short while. You see, before you can represent a country into another country, you need to be a citizen of that country first. Amen? So if you do not have the nationality of that country, you cannot, one, operate in the power of that country and deliver the message of that country. You see, time did not allow me. But you know that sometimes uh, there are some ambassadors that will go about and do all kinds of things that are not directed by their country. And you know what? What happens is that what? They are called back. And they are stripped off the title and the authority. Some will be even rebellious enough to stay in that same country. But they do not have the same power. And so, unfortunately, in the kingdom of God, a lot of us have rebelled against God. We have separated ourselves from the message we've been given. We have watered it down. Today, my appeal to you is that go back to your first love. Let Christ reign in you. Don't calculate too much. Allow him and you'll be shocked at the blessings and the breakthroughs. So before we pray, you may be in this uh, hall today. And as you listen to me, you are challenged. You are called to, to maybe uh, 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 operate or it is appealing to you. To exercise that authority of an ambassador. But until you are a citizen, you can't. And this is not about going to church once in a while. This is not about even being a regular, being a giver. No. It is about surrounding your life. So if you are here, you haven't made a conscious decision of making Jesus your Lord and personal Savior. Let me tell you, you may pray. It can save. But if it is not your Lord, you are not entitled to the kingdom. Because the Bible says, uh, whoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. It is not that salvation of uh, eternal life. It is uh, the deliverance, the, the breakthrough. And so many unbelievers have that. But in order to benefit and to spend eternity in that kingdom, you need first and foremost, to confess him as your Lord and personal Savior. And maybe you are here also. Some time ago, you made that commitment. But right now, as you look at your life, you well know in your heart that you are not in that place anymore. So you want to rededicate your life. So if you are one of the, any of these two, I would like you to raise your hands. I want to pray with you before we go with the business of those who are entitled. Because you can pray, but if you do not have that relationship, it is not acceptable. 
Amen. So anyone wanting to rededicate their life or who wants to give their life to Jesus before we pray, because the prayer we are going to pray is only given to those who are in the kingdom. Amen. Anyone? Shall we stand there?
brethren, I would like us to engage. You see, the Lord spoke to me. 